Welcome to the Sermon of the Week at New Hope Community Church. We hope that you're blessed and encounter God's presence as you listen to this message. This is an exciting day. And there is a warm tank up here. So this, Dave O'Leary has been here early and Ralph and getting it all set up. We run it out of the hot water heater here. So you're getting into some warm water today. So if you're new with us today, or if you've never been here before, um, today we're doing water baptisms. Um, I remember once sitting in and hearing from a, a group of leaders and they were talking about baptisms. I remember a senior pastor talking to a group of leaders saying one of the challenges of church life is occasionally you have to stop the flow of what you're doing to do baptisms. And I remember thinking, no, that's the problem in reverse. We should be stopping the flow of our life to be doing water baptisms and seeing new people come into the kingdom of God. So, so interesting how we look at things sometimes. So, so this was exciting, and it didn't matter to us if we had 50 people or if we have two or three. Uh, and honestly, we have a few here that canceled. There was a death in the family that affected some people and some others. So we, we actually have three that we're going to be doing today, three that want to get baptized. So if there are others out here and your heart is stirred and you say, I want to get baptized, you can come up here. We have extra towels. We will dunk you. We'll hold you under a little bit longer because you are delinquent and letting us know ahead of time, but you can get baptized. So, and I'm serious. I don't, there should be spontaneous stuff happening. If you are out here and your heart is stirred and you're like, darn it, I didn't sign up for the list, it doesn't matter. Who cares? We are here as a family. We're all friends. Like, we will be cheering you on. You might not even be in the greatest outfit to get baptized, but it doesn't matter. It's exciting. We have towels up here for you. So if you get stirred, come up and see Pastor Ralph or, pa or Will up here and just tell them, hey, I want to jump in. So we'll, we'll, we'll just hold you under just a few seconds longer, just as punishment. So... <laughs> Um, so I am so excited about this. I was praying about this. Uh, we were gone last week, so I feel like it's so good for us to get back here to reconnect with you guys, to see everyone. Uh, I was excited about today. I was praying about it. We're going to be doing two things today. So we're going to be uh, actually doing baptisms. We're going to be closing the time with communion. Um, and I felt the Lord saying, like, this is like a holy day. This is a really a holy time because we're joining with all of church history in these two different things. It's like you have 2,000 years of history that we're joining in today. Um, and he started to show me, just remind me of the story from Acts 2, which I want to read in a minute. Um, just try to picture, Jesus had gone, Jesus had, had died, he had risen again, he had ascended up to heaven, and he told the disciples and them, he said, go wait and go pray for the release of the Holy Spirit that they knew was prophesied and what was going to be happening. So they were, we know, during the Feast of Pentecost that happened every year. It was, I think, uh, 40 days after Christ had ascended. So the Feast of Pentecost, back in that day in Jerusalem, it would be like people from all over the surrounding Northeast coming to Rochester and just swelling the city, right? Tons of people came into Jerusalem for this feast. Uh, you know, all the hotels were sold out, all the inns, everything. Just, it just bustled with like three times as many people. And so here they are praying in their upper room, the 120. And what happens? We know that the Holy Spirit is poured out. They see tongues of fire on the heads of people. 
Uh, and then the people that are there from all the surrounding regions are hearing God being praised in their own language, in their own dialects. I mean, they, they, there were people there from Egypt, from you know, modern-day Turkey, I mean, from just everywhere. And they're hearing this manifestation of Jesus of, and God, and God being revealed, the Holy Spirit being poured out. So powerful. And then Peter gets up after that time and he says, just preaches this amazing sermon that we have in Acts 2. It's like all he did was preach Jesus Christ. And he talked about him from the beginning right up through the end. And it says that all the people as they were hearing it, here he is now, he's preaching to like thousands of people gathered to hear what was going on in that upper room. And um, he preaches Jesus just very, very simply. And it says that they were pierced to the heart. Pierced to the heart. And that they, Peter immediately, what does he do? He gets up and he says, repent and be baptized. And this is the first time we start to hear of this in Acts 2. This is like the first little mini church service. Um, I love this part. So, so Peter goes through and he preaches all this stuff. And it says that when they heard this, they were pierced to the heart. And they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, brethren, what do we do? Peter said to them, Repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. See, when we're saved, when we, what we sang this morning, like uh, Joy had said, we build our lives. We're saying when we want to come into the kingdom of God and we, we hear something we like, we hear who is this Jesus that I, we can serve, we say, Lord, we, I want to build my life upon you. I want to build my life. I want to turn my life over now to the ultimate king, King Jesus. And I want you to lead my life. And that, you say, I receive the forgiveness of sins and I apply it to my life. It's so powerful. So that's what Peter was saying here. Repent and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord God will call to himself. So he was saying now, they've never heard some of this stuff before. And he's saying, this promise is for you, your children, and for all those who are far off, who are you are all going to be sent out to go tell. Like they were soon, they were going to be sent out. They were going. They were going out to the whole region to talk about this. And it says, many other words he solemnly testified and kept on exhorting them, saying, be saved. So, so then those who had received his words were baptized. And that day, there were about 3,000 souls added. And then it says that they were continually devoted, devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching, into fellowship, into the breaking of bread, into prayer. And it says that everyone kept feeling a sense of awe. And many wonders and signs were taking place to the apostles. And all those who had believed were together and had all things in common. Uh, and I love that. They, they, they were saved and they were baptized. And then it says, what did they do from that point forward? It was like a new day for them. It was a new time. And there was a commitment. They said, I'm going to be baptized and now I'm devoting myself to the teaching you know, of the apostles into fellowship, into prayer, into communion. And so that was the first time we hear about like a corporate big communion other than Jesus, you know, doing it at the Last Supper. So like what we're joining in today is something that has roots back 2,000 years. It's a powerful thing. We're going to be baptizing. We're going to be closing our time with communion. Uh, it's really, really exciting. It's a big, big, big deal. 
So um, when you come up out of that water, you are a new creation. You are saying that the old stuff is dead, the new me is up, you know, the new me is coming out of the water. And I always think about that. If all the old dead stuff is in the water, who's, you know, whoever gets in last is like, oh, it's like, it just <laughs> makes me feel really weird. <laughs> like, oh. So always say you want to be first when you're being baptized. I love this too in Romans 6. It talks about... Um, Paul is saying, or do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus have been baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death. So that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. That is awesome. That is so cool. So I'm very excited. Um, so it just, today speaks of newness. It speaks of just new life, uh, just new energy being released. It's so good. All right. So that is good. So I am excited now. I mean, I really feel like today, I just want to pray too before I turn it over and just say like, Holy Spirit, just do whatever you want to do. But Lord, and let's just pray together, okay? Lord, we just pray into what it is you have today. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for just the newness of life today. And even the start of kind of this new season that you're going to be bringing us into as a church family. Lord, it's to stretch us. It's to grow us. It's to grow us up into a mature man, a mature woman in God. And Lord, we just, uh, we turn it over to you this morning. We say, have your way here. Thank you, Holy Spirit for who you are. Thank you that you're a loving Father. And you look down today smiling upon what's happening today. And you couldn't be more happier. And there's rejoicing going on in the heavens as people are turning over their lives, turning over the reins of their lives, making a public declaration of what God has done in their lives. And even for those today that are rededicating their lives, Lord, I pray that it would be a time of launching for them. That it's a good thing to say, hey, God, I've been following you for a long time but I want to take this to the next level. I, I want to follow you even harder. I want to go after the things of God in my life. And today I'm rededicating my life to you to say, Jesus, I want to serve you and I want to go farther. And I want to step into my full identity and how you see me in, in, through Christ, through your eyes, not just my own. So Holy Spirit, have your way this morning. I pray of just a blessing and a day of launching for all those who are going to be baptized. And for those here whose hearts are stirred, I pray even, Lord, for the soil to be loosened up. If there's anyone here that's feeling that tug, to be bold and to come forward. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I'm going to call up Will LaMonica. Will is on our leadership team. Will is going to do these baptisms. All right, there we go. How's it going? Good. All right, I'm excited to do this. This is going to be really good. This, this thing is, uh, these things can be awkward, these flesh-colored <laughs> mics that you put on your cheek. Um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to doing this. I'll call up the people in just a second, but uh, baptism is such an important thing for us. We all know that, but I think that it's one of those things that we lose, we lose how potent it is because it's such a familiar thing. So we're just we have baptisms, yet we dunk on the water, and a lot of times it's just kind of a tradition that we do, and we, we know that, okay, I'm, I'm forgiven, I'm saved, I get baptized now, but 
to understand that at the deep level is something, baptism shouldn't just impact you on day one when you get baptized. It should impact you every single day of your entire Christian walk. And baptism is something that we can actually meditate on and always reference back to because what you do here, this is actually an eternal moment for you that you can come. This is like a well that you can come and drink from every single moment for the rest of your life as a Christian. This moment right here, you can go back and drink from it. Uh, He's talking about Acts 2. When people were getting saved, they were immediately going and getting baptized and then getting filled with the Holy Spirit. And these were like a package deal. These weren't separate things, but over time, they've become separate. So you get saved, you receive Christ, and then at some point, you might think about getting baptized after that, and then you do, and then maybe later, oh, I should get baptized in the Holy Spirit too. Uh, it's, but these were one thing, this is a one package deal. You've received Christ, you need to get baptized, get delivered, get filled with the Holy Spirit. These were like a one, this is like one pill, you know? Uh, and that's really what this is all about. And Steve mentioned Romans 6 earlier. I wanted to read it again because even just reading Romans 6, we can just read it and be like, yep, that's what it means. But like, if we could just focus on it for just a moment, especially for those that are coming up and getting baptized, that you just think about this. Sharing in his death, this is Romans 6, verse 4. Sharing in his death by our baptism means that we were co-buried. So when you go under the water, you're being co-buried with Christ and entombed with him so that when the Father's glory raised Christ from the dead, we were also raised with him. We have been co-resurrected with him so that we could be empowered. And this is the key. What is this about? This is you dying to your old life, coming up in a new resurrected life so you can be empowered to walk in the freshness of new life. For since we are permanently grafted into him to experience a death like his, then we are permanently grafted into him to experience a resurrection like his and the new life that it imparts. Could it be any clearer that our former identity is now and forever deprived of its power? Isn't that good? You don't even need to preach. You just read this. It's like, that's awesome. For we were co-crucified with him to dismantle the stronghold of sin within us so that the stronghold of sin, uh, to dismantle the stronghold of sin within us so that we would not continue to live one moment longer submitted to sin's power. So, Stepping into this, you are basically depriving your old identity of its power. You're coming up into a new life. And that word new, we've talked about it before, but in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if any man be in Christ, and there's another, let me just read another. You guys okay? I like, yeah. I like scripture snacks because these are real good. <laughs> if anyone is enfolded into Christ, he's become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished, has vanished. Like, it's a real thing. This is not just a nice, positive thinking, okay, today's a new day. No, literally everything old about you has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. And that word, even up there, new life, there's two words for new in the Greek when it's talking about if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. There's neos new and there's kainos new. And I've talked about this before and other people have preached about it, but neos new would be like if you had a warranty on your phone you have an iPhone, you go to the store, the battery stopped charging, you go to the store, they give the exact same iPhone, it's fresh and brand new out of the box, that's a fresh start. A lot of people look at baptism as, hey, your old life sucked, you were sinning, you were messing up, you baptized, fresh start, 
but it's the same version of the old you, just a fresh start. That's not actually what this is about. But that's what a warranty exchange would be. Jesus didn't come to give you a warranty exchange on your old person. He's not like, hey, you were kind of broken and messed up. I'll give you a fresh new you that's just like the old you in every way. But if you messed it up the first time, you know, you're going to mess it up the second time, you know? So what he's, he's come to do is give you a new kinos identity. And this word kinos is not just new as in being like fresh off the factory line. Kinos is being so different and so new that it's not even worth comparing it to the old. It would be like if you had a Kynos phone, you'd go to the iPhone store to get a new Apple iPhone because the battery is not working, but they give you an iPhone 2035 that is from the future. And when you talk on it, you call somebody and you, doesn't, you don't talk to them on the phone. It teleports you to go talk to them face to face. No FaceTime. This is real time. And it, and it actually can detect where you're sick and you just put it over there and it heals your body and it shoots $100 bills out of the back of it. That would be a Kynos phone because it's so far beyond what existed before it. So when you get baptized, your old archaic humanity is being put to death with Christ. Hallelujah. And you're stepping out into a new kainos really identity, and you actually get to partake in the divine nature of God. You now are a completely different kind of human, more like the original blueprint that, he, that was his idea to start with. And, and you're being circumcised of that old person. And that thing about this beautiful about circumcision is Jesus took the pain of the cross of the death, and we get to just dunk up in a little bit of water. Like, we're participating. We are somehow mystically joining into his death when we go under the water and coming up out of it with no pain at all. But he took all the pain on the cross. Same with, you know, I, it's circumcision. Nobody remembers being circumcised. Right? right. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> I hope you don't remember being That would be a problem. Uh, but this is a circumcision of the heart, and Jesus Christ took the pain of the circumcision, and now we get to participate in the old life being circumcised off of us, and we don't even need to remember the pain, but we get to fully enter in. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you'd like to find out more of what's happening here at New Hope, please contact newhopecom.org or download additional messages from our podcasts.